Fort Worth. A co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Welcome to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio, keeping you connected to your faith and your world. Teresa tackles the issues of faith and culture, the pro-life message, and media awareness. And now, here's Teresa Tamio. And it's a Friday morning, February 4th. Good to be with you every day here on EWTN, wrapping up the first full week of February. Hope you're doing well. A lot to talk about this morning and hope you can stay tuned for the entire hour. First, we'll take a look at the weather and give you the uh, national weather forecast. Well, we will in a second, actually. I should say first we'll give you what we call in the biz, the rundown. Of course, after the news and the weather, we'll check in with Doug Keck, our president and chief operating officer, as we do every Friday morning on Catholic Connection. He gives us a very nice inside look at what's coming up so we can kind of plan our schedule uh, and make sure that we make a note of the program so we would like to watch or listen to or both. Bottom of the hour, fact check Friday. Oh, boy, it's a doozy. Did you hear about this report? from Johns Hopkins. Now, here's how agenda-driven this whole thing is. So Johns Hopkins releases his report, which is based on mainly the economic fallout of COVID, but also talks about how few people were saved, how many lives were saved because of lockdowns. I mean, it's just, it's just crazy how much more damage than good the lockdowns have done, and this study backs this up. So there's such an agenda out there that Johns Hopkins doesn't even put out a press release on it, number one. And number two, conservative outlets are reporting on it, for example, such as Fox News, the Daily Mail, uh, the Wall Street Journal, which tends to uh, be a little bit more conservative than most. They're reporting on it. But the vast majority of the other outlets, the ABC, CBS's, NBC's, New York Times, Washington Post, yada, 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 crickets. And I mean crickets. Why? Because it goes exactly against what Dr. Fauci and other experts who've been raising concerns about lockdowns have said. How many times have you heard us interview various Catholic psychiatrists, psychologists, and how many times have you heard Dr. Ray Garendi talk about this? Um, what we're doing to each other with these lockdowns? I mean, so many issues are related to this in terms of people losing their livelihoods, people uh, seeing addiction rates in their homes rising. I could go on and on and on. And yet here we have Johns Hopkins that does this study, and it gets published, but they don't even do a release on it because they're obviously so afraid of the political pushback. And the media don't cover it, but the media are all over promoting people like Fauci and Justin Trudeau and attacking the truckers up in Ottawa, attacking people. And even if they're they're vaccinated and not anti-vax but anti-mandate, doesn't matter. If you don't toe the particular leftist line in this whole thing, this whole agenda, then they don't want to hear anything from you. And the silence is just off the charts wrong. And the media are going against everything that they're supposed to believe in when it comes to ethics and reporting accurately. We're going to talk about that in Fact Check Friday. Friday, excuse me. And then we'll wrap up a Friday morning with Dr. Amy Roberts and Dr. Rebecca Rooks. We're going to take a look at the need as we wrap up Catholic Schools Week tomorrow, the important need for Catholic schools and how many issues you're facing in the church and why good Catholic education can make a big difference. There are two professors from Franciscan University of Steubenville 
and they're looking forward to coming on the show and talking about the many issues facing Catholic education in America today and, of course, the crucial role that education can play when it's done correctly and when it's done very well. So that is the show for today on a Friday morning. It is February 4th, 2022. Let's take a look at the uh, national weather. Now, parts of the country dig that clobbered again. We had additional snow both Wednesday and Thursday in the Midwest, but then it's kind of calmed down at least weather-wise for us. But the problem is, is that it's not over yet. It's really causing major problems with travel. So many thousands of flights have been canceled, and now it's moving out to the northeast. So here's what the National Weather Service is saying about the big storm. The expansive winter storm shifting into the northeast, bringing the heavy snow, sleet, and freezing rain. Locations previously impacted by snow and or ice from this storm will experience below freezing temps into the weekend, which may prolong the hazardous winter weather conditions and continue to disrupt travel. Flash flood potential will impact southern Alabama, which already had some problems yesterday, and go on throughout the day. So if you're in the northeast part of the country, uh, you're still not out of the woods yet. We'll have a complete report on this in the news, which we will get to right now. It is a Friday morning, February 4th, just about five minutes past the hour. Let's see what's happening in and around the world on a Friday. Well, a bill to ban abortions after about 15 weeks in Arizona advancing in the legislature there. The Senate Judiciary Committee in the state endorsing the bill on a party line 5-3 to three yesterday with most Republicans in favor. Senate Bill 1164, prohibiting doctors from performing abortions as a bill describes on an unborn human being after 15 weeks, except when there is a medical emergency. That measure similar to a Mississippi law now being reviewed by the U.S. Supreme Court. A suspect has been arrested in the disappearance of a pregnant Baltimore woman nearly five years ago. Akia Eggleston was eight months pregnant when she went missing in May of 2017. Michael Robertson, the father of her child, is charged now with murder, and Baltimore City State's attorney Marilyn Mosby says additional investigative techniques led to that arrest. We had a new sort of fresh set of eyes that looked at the evidence um, and worked with our federal partners and BPD to really kind of overturn every sort of stone that was that we wanted to see where it led. Eggleston reported missing after she did not show up for her baby shower and her body has never been found. Robertson taken into custody in Michigan. He's facing two counts of first-degree murder. No word yet and when he will be returned to Maryland. Pope Francis releasing a video marking the second International Day of Human Fraternity, and as Devin Watkins with Vatican News explains, urging all people to trod that difficult path of fraternity in order to overcome prejudices and conflicts that divide humanity. Fraternity, said the Pope in his message, can act as a bulwark against hatred, violence, and injustice. He also called it a fundamental and universal value that should undergird relationships between peoples since we are all brothers and sisters. Pope Francis said all people, regardless of religion or creed, are called to promote a culture of peace that welcomes all while encouraging development and solidarity. Throughout his message, the Pope repeated the affirmation that we all live under the same heaven and that we are all God's children. He said every person has a role to play in making the world a better place by helping others raise their prayers to heaven. Alziamo gli occhi al cielo, perché chi adora Dio con cuore sincero ama anche il prossimo. Let us raise our eyes to heaven, urged the Pope, because whoever worships God with a sincere heart also loves his or her neighbor. As the world faces the COVID-19 pandemic, he added, we must remember that we are not saved alone. Rather, said the Pope, we must extend our hands to celebrate our unity in diversity. 
Oggi è il tempo opportuno per camminare insieme. The time of fraternity has arrived, he said, so we should strive to live in solidarity with one another. He also lamented the many little wars, calling them a third world war being fought piecemeal that destroy lives, force children to endure hunger and suppress educational opportunities. We must not be indifferent to each other's suffering, said the Pope. The common heritage of Christians, Muslims and Jews in God's promise to Abraham joins us and helps us live a fraternity as vast and bright as the stars of heaven. Meanwhile, the Vatican says today's celebrations are seeing a roundtable discussion in which the majority of the members of the lead committee are taking part, marking the day, which has a theme under the same sky, with a message aimed at seeing all human beings as one family together and united. National Marriage Week begins on Sunday. The U.S. bishops are encouraging parishes to take advantage of the resources available on their website at usccb.org and especially social media. The theme this year, Call to the Joy of Love. Trey Thomas has more on the death toll is that it's climbing, he says, from a winter storm that's still gripping a good portion of the country. At least three lives have been lost this week. That includes a woman who died when a tornado blew through Alabama yesterday, injuring eight others. The storm is affecting over 90 million people from New Mexico to Maine and expected to hit the Northeast hard today. Parts of Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, and Kentucky will also be dealing with the impacts of freezing rain and snow as temperatures remain near or below freezing. New York, meanwhile, warning its residents to stay off the roads, and all Boston schools have canceled classes. As much as two inches of snow an hour could fall overnight, with even more ice expected to stretch from Tennessee to Maine today and into the weekend. The top Republican in the House says ongoing COVID restrictions have caused real damage in our country. What does it have an effect on on these shutdowns? How many people missed it? cancer screening, the mental health, the suicides for young children. Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy saying pandemic lockdowns should be lifted, also criticizing ongoing vaccine and mask mandates while accusing Democrats of being hypocritical. McCarthy saying Americans are ready to move on from COVID and resume their normal lives. He noted fentanyl has killed more Americans than COVID-19. And mainstream liberal news, we'll be talking about this at the bottom of the hour in our Fact Check Friday segment, largely ignoring a new study showing that COVID lockdowns have virtually no effect on stopping COVID-19 because they already have their own narrative written, according to the study's author. Johns Hopkins University meta-analysis of several studies and studied lockdowns during the first COVID wave in the spring of 2020, saying they only reduced those lockdowns mortality by 0.2%, both here in the U.S. and in Europe. The report stating, while this analysis concludes that lockdowns have had little or no public health effects, they have imposed enormous economic and social costs where they've been adopted. They also say in consequence, lockdown policies are ill-founded and should be rejected as a pandemic policy instrument. Meanwhile, though, the study was largely ignored by mainstream American media outlets with just DailyMail.com, the Wall Street Journal, Fortune, and the Washington Times publicizing it. The study was nowhere to be found in the New York Times, Washington Post, ABC News websites, and while some regional NBC and CBS affiliates reported on the story, the national networks did not. Mark Mayfield tells us Russian President Vladimir Putin has arrived in Beijing for the Winter Olympics with a lot of eyes around the world focused on him. 
The Pentagon said yesterday that the U.S. thinks Moscow may be on the verge of staging a fake attack against Russians to justify an invasion of Ukraine. There's also been a lot of speculation about whether Putin would be willing to send troops into Ukraine during the games. What he is committed to doing, however, is bringing a deal to supply more natural gas to China. Putin has told Chinese President Xi Jinping that Russia has put together a new deal to supply China with an additional 10 billion cubic meters of natural gas. Russia is one of the world leaders in hydrocarbon supplies and has been strengthening its ties with China, which is the world's top energy consumer. A new bill in the Iowa legislature could put parents, as Paul Ribodeau explains, directly in their child's classroom. The new bill is proposing cameras in public school classrooms. The Des Moines Public School District says they already have over 1,000 cameras in place in common areas and outdoors. The bill would allow parents to access a live stream of the classroom their child is currently in. The bill would make teachers possibly financially responsible if the view of the camera is obstructed. And a doctor from Western Michigan, Daniel Castro, is now facing 34 health care fraud charges in federal court. He now lives in Texas, and a former patient of his in the Western Michigan city of Battle Creek says the doctor did nine surgeries on him that were later determined not necessary. I felt like he's supposed to be your doctor, that's supposed to be somebody you can trust, and if you can't trust your doctor, who can you trust? I hope he ends up getting in the trouble that he deserves because... He ruined a lot of people's lives. The patient went to him for ear infections, he says, and had tubes put in his ears, followed by other surgeries. The doctor allegedly falsifying medical records and defrauding private health insurance and Medicare as well. In California, huge x-ray machines are being used to screen semi-trucks and other vehicles heading onto stadium property ahead of Super Bowl 56. Carl Smartel of U.S. Customs and Border Protection there says everything going in is going to get inspected. Whether it be food vendors, merchandise vendors, any equipment that's going in, the Lombardi Trophy will all be scanned going in. The process is much like, they say, the airport screening process, only on a much larger scale. The Rams taking on the Cincinnati Bengals on February 13th. And Matt Madison tells us everything seems to be increases as far, increasing as far as prices are concerned, including what it's going to cost your sweet tooth, as Hershey announced it's raising product prices this year. The Chocolatier said the price hikes will help it deal with rising labor and ingredients costs. The company reported net sales across all of its brands went up just over 10% last year. Hershey believes brand loyalty will keep customers purchasing Reese's and Kit Kats despite the higher prices. And finally, in our new segment at 14 minutes past the hour on a Friday morning edition of Catholic Connection, coast to coast and around the globe on EWTN. If you want to make yourself smile and show this to your kids, it's absolutely precious. An astonishing ice skating dog taking New York City by storm. His name is Benny, the rescue Labrador, and he made his debut this week in Central Park where the pup skated to his heart's content, delighting loads of onlookers. He wears custom-made skates and has already skated his stuff all over the U.S., bringing joy while raising awareness and funds for children with autism and the Animal Vision Foundation. He was actually rescued on his last day at a Utah shelter, and Benny's owners say he's a delight and living proof of what rescue dogs can do. They are amazing. And the video is absolutely adorable. I mean, I love dogs, so it just uh, it was just so cute, especially Labs and Goldens are just so sweet. All right, 15 minutes past the hour. It is a Friday morning, and as always, checking in with our President and Chief Operating Officer, Doug Keck, with all the insight on what's coming up, we give you the scoop so you can plan for it. We'll be right back. We are the pro-life generation. 
passionate about building the culture of life in our health care and in our nation. But not all health care options are equally pro-life, and some provide morally objectionable procedures. CMF Curo is different. CMF Curo is a pro-life Catholic health care ministry providing a pathway for its members to build the culture of life in their health care choices, not destroy it. Learn more about CMF Curo at MyCatholicHealthCare.com. That's MyCatholicHealthCare.com. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. Would you get on a plane that doesn't have a pilot? Investing in passive index mutual funds may present the same issue. The Ave Maria mutual funds are actively managed by seasoned investment professionals to help you meet your investment goals in a morally responsible way. Ave Maria funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors could invest in the no-load Ave Maria mutual funds. You can learn more about the Ave Maria mutual funds at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. When the need for senior care arises, home is where the heart is. Visiting Angels provides home care for mom or dad up to 24 hours per day, including personal care, meals, and light housework. You may select your professional caregiver with Visiting Angels. More information at visitingangels.com or at 877-374-LIVE. That's 877-374-LIVE. Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. Welcome back, Catholic Connection. It's a Friday morning, 17 minutes past the hour. Always appreciate the insight that Doug Keck, our President and Chief Operating Officer, gives us regarding what's coming up in the network so we can you know, plan for it. Uh, Doug, I know it's just a, a busy time right now. We've got Marriage Week coming up. We've got uh, things happening in Rome and things happening all over the country. So what is on the agenda for EW Chen in the next week? Well, we've got a lot of programming focused on rolling up to Lourdes, uh, basically a week from today, the anniversary, of course, and so we've got some programming, World Day of the Sick Healing Mass in honor of Our Lady of Lourdes. Uh, we have a special event coming up uh, tomorrow from Bishop Olmsted, an excellent bishop, obviously, mm-hmm. as you would know, in Phoenix, uh, so people can look for that at 3 p.m. Eastern. We've kind of run that for several years now. Uh, We've also got a, our latest episode, premiere of Doctors of the Church, this one on St. Ambrose of Milan, Ooh. so people can look for that tomorrow at 5.30 p.m. Uh, we're very proud of those productions. We also have uh, the movie Part 1 of Bikita, uh tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. Eastern Time, a kind of a classic we've run for many years, uh, you know. And we've also got Savoring Our Faith uh, in the Napa Valley with uh, Father Leo, who combines, of course, his uh, culinary expertise along with teaching on the saints, like um, this one has to do with the St. Junipero uh, Serra. So uh, people can check that out. That's going to be on Sunday, 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Great time to watch a quote-unquote Catholic cooking show. Yeah, right before dinner. There you go. Right, absolutely. (laughs) And uh, all next week we've got our uh, My Lord's Faith Journey. It's a new five-part mini-series focused on Our Lady of Lords. 
And we've also got our Divine Mercy show that Father Chris Alar does out of Stockbridge every week. It's going to be on Wednesday. And that episode will actually focus on Lords as well. And then uh, Scott Hahn shows up on uh, EWTN uh, Live with Father Mitch uh, talking about a new Lenten-themed cookbook. Put out oh, the by, cookbook. Uh, yeah, we're trying to get him on to talk about that. How fun. His new Lenten right, cookbook. so it's uh, you know it's partially booked on a book that existed already, but then uh, they've, they've upgraded it, and Scott's got commentary in it, so we're looking forward to that, and also I'm going to be able to pre-tape an interview with Scott on the book at the same time, so I look forward to that, and of course, EW10.com for all things Catholic and our programming and our radio programming and our web and on-demand and in-demand, it's all there at EW10.com. Now, we've got Scott, Andrew just told me, coming up on Wednesday to talk about that new book. I didn't know he had such an interest in, in, in cooking. I guess we we will find out which yes. of those Lenten uh, dishes are, are his favorites. Yeah, I can't wait to, to talk to him about the recipes. All right, mm-hmm. so I have to ask you, because you know this is this is something that I, I just, I'm so excited about all the great news operations that we have coming out of EW10, because I rely on them every day, and they help keep me sane. I loved the exchange between our own Owen Jensen and Jen mm-hmm. Saki, trying to get the, the uh, press secretary to say, okay, given what's at stake regarding the Dobbs case, I'm paraphrasing, but sure. you know, what does the president think about when life begins? And is he going to make abortion part of this you know, requirement for the new Supreme Court nominee? And don't you love how uh, Jen Psaki just you know, repeats the lines but never answers a question? Right, and and that's that's politics, and that's certainly uh, kind of the mindset that's out there. And I think they're used to doing it because they're so used to being able to non-answer and never be called on it. So the fact that Owen Jensen uh, ha- has the stamina and, and the Catholic belief system behind to, to take that question on is unusual for the, uh, let's say, for a Democratic administration to have to deal with. Um, you know, so they're not used to it. Uh, I think they're having more difficulty because, as bad as it is, um, there's more and more people who are questioning and and just can't keep a straight face when these responses come out. And they look at you like, I mean, I saw a, a clip recently. Uh, it was a gentleman from the, I think he's from the State Department. They were talking about something that the Russians allegedly are doing. Um, and the reporter from the AP said, well, where's the proof? You said there's proof. And he said, well, I just told you. And he said, you telling us is not proof. Yeah. Well, yeah, I can tell you the you sky want? is falling, but you kind of want to have some information and some facts to back and, it up. And again, it's not to say that the Russians wouldn't do it or aren't doing it or doing wag the dog or whatever. But the point is they don't get the idea that they have destroyed their own credibility so bad that where they just assume before I say it, you must believe it. And that's right. why, as we know, inside the church, if it's um, you know the people who are, are, are left over from the 60s, or these kinds of liberal um, socialist agenda things, they get very, very angry mm-hmm. when you just don't nod along. And they get very, very angry when they're challenged because they really don't have a good answer. Well, they've never had to give a good answer, as you've said. Right. Absolutely. They've gotten away with it. And we see that in the church when you mm-hmm. challenge people on the pro- pro-life, pro-abortion or any, Gay any marriage, of these other you things. Know, you like you push yeah. back on it and you get the, uh, well, 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 what are you talking about? I mean, right. everybody agrees with me, so why should I have a defense to this? You must yeah. be a bigot. That's why I really appreciated the, the uh, analysis on the, um, on the so-called Catholics for a Free Choice, the story that was on, I think it was on Catholic News Agency, or was it on the register, 
where the writer t- really took them to task and, and showed how bad this is, that they've sunk to a new low. And he really does a good job. I, is it the register? I'm trying to find it. Or maybe it's a national, or maybe it's Catholic News Agency. Honestly, uh, I'm not sure myself. Okay, but, but it was really a good analysis. And I actually sent it to Andrew because I want to get the writer on. Right. And point by point, he went through with the problems. And it, exactly what you said, they've never had the answer for any of this because they've gotten away with it for so long. So they just keep pushing their agenda. And what you find with it is they get more and more radical as they go yeah. along. I mean, you start off with this kind of mushy kind of, well, I'm Catholic, but sort of what happened with uh, uh, that uh, Nevada representative who came out and said, uh, oh, yeah. I have a deep understanding of Catholic teaching, and, uh, and, uh, and Bishop George Thomas came <laughs> out and said, well, obviously you don't uh, because of what you just said. And they wrap themselves around in this, and uh, you know they're so used to again getting such positive feedback and support that there there's never really the need to go deeper. And when you pull back, what you realize it's it's not just this kind of oh we need to get along on this or we need to be a little more open. It's really you need to understand this is the way it is, and if you don't like it, we will shove it down your throat. Yeah. No matter yeah. which of the issues it is, it's not a about tolerance it's about intolerance and mm-hmm. we will not tolerate you uh, not agreeing or going along shut up and obey that's why they're ignoring the Johns Hopkins report a second absolutely and, and, I mean it's ridiculous here you have and Johns Hopkins this is how I'm sure they're afraid of the pushback they didn't even release a press release on the study that showed absolutely. that only 0.2% of people were saved because of the lockdowns Right, and and that doesn't take into account then the, the number of people who ultimately through suicide or not getting to the doctor mm-hmm. for screenings, whether it's heart problems or cancer problems, right. ended up maybe dying prematurely from that. And so we have to take that into account. Yeah, Mother, well, the story that I mentioned, Doug, is on the register. It's sacrilege at the shrine points to a deeper crisis, and we're going to try and have the writer on next week because it's a great analysis of what's happening in the church and connected to what's happening in the world. Thanks so much for all you do and your amazing team at EWTN. Doug Keck, our President and Chief Operating Officer, comes on Fridays to tell us about the Inside Word and great programming. We'll be right back. Any young men interested in learning more about the priesthood are invited to the next St. Andrew Breakfast, which will take place on Saturday, February 19th at 8 a.m. at St. Patrick's Cathedral in Fort Worth. The day will begin with Mass at the Cathedral, followed by breakfast. We encourage young men in high school and college to attend. Please reserve your spot by contacting the Vocations Office at 817-945-9321 or by email at vocations at fwdioc.org. Are you looking for a tax preparer this year to help you with your personal or business tax filing or management? At Balance Book LLC, they can assist with business and personal tax returns, accounting services, sales tax, payroll, business formations, and more. They can be reached by calling 972-805-5095, or you can visit them at 4425 West Airport Freeway, Suite 122, Irving, Texas 75062. Balance Book LLC, a new sponsor of the GRN and members of Holy Spirit Catholic Church in Duncanville. Hello, how would you like a chance to win a Mercedes-Benz? What's up with the accent, Dave? Oh, hey, Sissel. Just putting on a posh accent, because this year with the GRN, we're raffling off a pretty... Oh, you mean the 2022 Mercedes-Benz GLA 250? That's right. And that all listeners need to do to get their tickets is to contact their general manager or visit grnonline.com forward slash raffle, and that all the funds raised go to the GRN. Tickets are only one for $25 or five for 100 Yeah, pretty much. Oh. 
I took over your spot again, didn't I? Well, it was probably for the best. Kelly-o! Are you looking for a full or part-time office for you or your team? WorkSuites provides workspace offices for individuals and small team businesses. WorkSuites, a new sponsor of KATH 910AM, is owned by Flip Howard from St. Thomas Aquinas Parish in Dallas. WorkSuites offices are designed to cultivate a community of professionals working together to accomplish their business goals. WorkSuites invites you to give them a call at 888-312-WORK or visit their website at WorkSuites.com to see if it fits your business needs. Connection. It's a Friday morning, 28 minutes past the hour. It is February 4th. Good to be with you on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Check out all our great resources, as you just heard from Doug. If you can't remember what we discussed, no worries. You can do two things, actually. Of course, go to the website, EWTN.com. And you may also check our archives. My wonderful producer, Andrew, archives this show every day, which means you can go back, usually by midday, and re-listen if you would like to, to various segments of the program. And you do that by just going to AveMariaRadio.net in the archive section of Catholic Connection or Quest in the Afternoon or any of your favorite programs. The doctor is in. Check it out there as well as EWTN.com. Now, one of the reasons I always bring up our resources within our news sources within EWTN is because it's really crucial that we have this available to us. It's not just about tooting our own horn because I'm really proud of the work that we do. From someone such as myself, who's been in the news business since dirt. I had a journalism degree. Back when I was in college in the late 70s, early 80s, we really were still trained at that point that it was about attempting balance and objectivity and fairness and responsibility and understanding our role in terms of the public interest need and necessity as it tells us in the Federal Communications Commission measures that are out there. And so it's been really heartbreaking for me to talk about the implosion, the fall of the secular media. That's why it's so important to look at the outlets that we have. And someone asked me again, I think, um, was it yesterday or Wednesday? I think it was a lovely Christine Everett. I'm going to be on her show tomorrow. We taped an interview regarding the Holy Father's World Communications Day statement. And she asked me, you know, what sources do I use? And I said, again, not to toot our own horn, but... Catholic News Agency, EW10 News Nightly, of course, um, uh, Raymond Arroyo's show the world over. I like to see what he's covering. Uh, it's, it's just really, really important to register, as you mentioned with Doug. And why is that? Well, because the people that they have are really well-trained and educated in the media. And I know this firsthand because one of the young men who's now one of the top producers at EW10 Night, News Nightly has an extensive background, used to work at my station, former station, my former employer, the ABC affiliate in Detroit. And so he has a really good background as a writer and producer in secular media, and now he's a senior producer. Rodney Harris at EW10 News Nightly. So these are young, very dynamic, very well-trained individuals, number one. Number two, when you are coming at this from a Catholic perspective, when you have a worldview of Catholicism and the church being the fullness of the truth, you are going to have an embedded interest, a deep interest and concern about the actual truth, the reality of the situation, the facts. Because you're a Catholic, you're a Catholic Christian, and the truth will set you free. So you have that moral compass. There used to be a moral compass of the basic natural law in the business of news. And unfortunately, for the most part, it's gone. 
And it's been gone for a long time, but it's getting progressively worse. No pun intended with that word, progressive. The situation that we've faced in this country and the world with COVID has been off the charts in terms of bad and irresponsible reporting. And that's the understatement of the 21st century. It's been extremely agenda-driven. Uh, people who would disagree have been canceled, have been attacked, have been ridiculed. One of the recent cases would be, of course, how the truckers are being treated and Canadians who are standing up for them and gathering in Ottawa, as they have been for the past two weeks, how they've been treated by their own press, accusing them of being part of another Russia, Russia, Russia narrative. Oh, yeah, that came out last week from the Canadian Broadcasting Company. Not exactly a reliable source, but they put the stuff out there. And then you have the clip from their own prime minister saying, oh, I'm all about attending protests, if I agree with them, and supporting protests, if I agree with them. Then he mentions Black Lives Matter in that clip. And the funny thing is, why aren't the media reporting when it comes to Canadians that 90% of Canadians are vaccinated? So many of the people that are showing up in Ottawa are not necessarily anti-vaccine. They're anti-mandate. They want their freedom, and they deserve their freedom. And what's happening in their country and other countries is ridiculous, and unfortunately, it's not based on fact. And I'm not saying that COVID isn't serious, and I'm not saying that we haven't lost lives, and I'm not saying that people should or shouldn't take a vaccine. That is up to you, as the church says. The Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith put out a document in December of 2020, and to learn more about that issue in terms of what the church says, I would highly recommend the great work of the folks at the National Catholic Bioethics Center, especially the work of the amazing Father Tad Paholchek. But where are the media when the reports come out that lockdowns with their, you know, rock star Anthony Fauci says has saved millions of lives? That's not true. It has wreaked havoc in so many ways, especially with children and especially with so many people being impacted, it just hasn't made a difference. And what happens when Johns Hopkins has this report, and they don't even put a press release out on it, which I think is highly interesting. The majority of the media ignore it. Why? Because it goes against their agenda. And it goes against the talking points that they've been given by the people whom they support and the agendas they support. Why wouldn't you put this study out there and have a have a healthy debate on a newscast or a, a news program? Bring in both sides. Let them talk about it. Ask Dr. Fauci about it. Bring on Fauci. Bring on these people who were involved in this study and say, wait a minute, you said that lockdowns were the best thing that we could do at the time. And still, remember him calling for don't, you know, that very, very small Christmas gatherings. Make sure your people are all, you know, test negative for COVID before they come to your house. You shouldn't be gathering at Christmas and New Year's. Negative, 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 fear porn, fear mongering. And then this comes out by a very legitimate outfit, entity, I should say, Johns Hopkins, and all of a sudden there's crickets, as we say. So this is a story on the Daily Mail. This is, as I said in the newscast earlier, this is one outlet that has covered it. Mainstream liberal news has largely ignored a new study showing that COVID lockdowns have virtually no effect on stopping COVID-19. One of the doctors involved in the report says because they already have their own narrative written. 
a review by three respected economists from Johns Hopkins, Lund University in Sweden, and the Danish think tank, the Center for Political Studies, found that restrictions imposed in the spring of 2020, including stay-at-home orders, mask mandates, and social distancing, only reduced COVID mortality by 0.2%. The study published in the Studies in Applied Economics 2022 edition that lockdowns caused enormous economic and social costs and concluded they were ill-founded, and listen to this, should be rejected as a pandemic policy instrument going forward. But the study was largely ignored by the mainstream media with just DailyMail.com, The Wall Street Journal, Fortune, The Washington Times, among those publishing it. The study nowhere to be found on The New York Times, Washington Post, ABC News, and this report, by the way, in the Daily Mail from which I'm reading, says that some regional affiliates for ABC and CBS and NBC reported the story, but the national networks did not. Why? And we should be asking that of the secular media and not allowing them, and of Dr. Fauci, to get away with this. Where's the comment? Where's the debate? Where's the discussion? That's what healthy news outlets do. We need to get back to basics. Enough is enough. We'll be right back. I'll bet you know by now that Amazon Smile is a great way to support your favorite charity. And supporting the Guadalupe Radio Network while you shop is easy. Step one, just start off at smile.amazon.com. Step two, choose La Promesa Foundation as your charity. La Promesa Foundation is the parent company of Guadalupe Radio Network. And step three, enjoy your shopping. Amazon will donate a portion of your purchase to the La Promesa Foundation, and it doesn't cost you any extra. La Promesa Foundation and Guadalupe Radio Network, thank you. Do you need a new branding strategy that allows you to educate and engage with your local community while building trust and credibility? Decided Excellence Catholic Media offers a very unique branding platform which showcases you as the expert in your industry. Our exclusive publications are open, read, kept, and shared with thousands of readers and communities throughout Texas and nationwide. To learn more about our powerful branding solutions, please contact Doreen Chaney at dchaney at decidedexcellence.com. That's D-C-H-A-N-A-Y at decidedexcellence.com. Thank you for listening to the Guadalupe Radio Network and being part of the family. Families pray for each other. We would be honored if you would let us pray with you and for you. You don't even have to tell us your name. Just go to our website, grnonline.com, or call our prayer request line and leave us a message at 800-395-4008. That's 800-395-4008. We will be praying for you every day. Your Odyssey begins at the University of Dallas, the premier Catholic liberal arts university in Texas. With campuses in Irving and Italy, UD's rigorous core curriculum sets it apart. An education rooted in the great works of Catholic and Western tradition. An education that ennobles and enables students in their pursuit of wisdom, truth, and virtue. Undergraduate, graduate, and certificate programs available. Start your college odyssey at the University of Dallas today. Go to udallas.edu to learn more. Nine minutes past the hour. Hope you're having a great day. E-W-T-N. 
KWTN.com, and we're co-produced, of course, by Ave Maria Radio, AveMariaRadio.net. And it's Catholic Schools Week. We're wrapping it up this week, ends tomorrow. I love Catholic schools. I was just telling Dr. Amy Roberts and Dr. Rebecca Rooks that I'm a product of Catholic schools. I'm very proud of that, and I actually am back in uh, my home parish, which is really cool. And it was funny because they uh, introduced our pastor, uh, asked all the people who are graduates of um, my parish to, or the graduates of the school to stand up. And there are plenty of us in the, in the uh, congregations. So that was very nice to see. Anyhow, I want to bring up Dr. Amy and Dr. Rebecca. And they are two professors from the amazing Franciscan University of Steubenville talking about why Catholic education in America, real Catholic education, is so important and a crucial role with real Catholic education playing in this. Ladies, thank you so much. And Dr. Amy, let me go to you first. In terms of what we see in Catholic education, we know that that the schools are are getting a lot better, but we still know that there are issues and problems. When we look around, the certain polls tell us that there's a a good number of Catholics that don't believe in the Eucharist, Uh, especially when you see the March for Life. You see many Catholics coming out, or the politician that just came out, as Doug Keck alluded to, earlier in the show the catholic quote-unquote catholic politician in las vegas saying that you know even though she's catholic she supports abortion you know through nine months of pregnancy and she has an understanding of of the issue and thanks be to god her bishop corrected her but still we see these problems over and over again so how what kind of a role i should say uh dr amy does catholic education play in all this thanks for joining us yeah, thanks for having me, Teresa. Um, I think that Catholic education can play a great role in this, and, and uh, uh, of course, Catholic schools especially. And it is the case that um, the, the teachers that teach in Catholic schools are often a part of the culture, but we have a real opportunity in Catholic schools to reach the teachers as well as the students. And so uh, I think that when... Um, uh, a Catholic school system, uh, especially led by the bishop, uh, really zeroes in and focuses in on the formation of the teachers um, and providing them spiritual formation, uh, int- uh, introducing them to Jesus Christ, deepening their relationship with Jesus Christ, um, that the teacher really has a, a, an amazing opportunity to um, deepen his or her own vocation and, and thereby to be a better witness to the students. And Dr. Rooks, is there enough of that going on, what Amy just described, in terms of the formation of teachers? Or do you think we can do better at that? I definitely think we can do better with that. You know, um, Catholic schools are supposed to be sustained by the gospel witness. And I, I mean, I was so blessed to have that um, during my time as a Catholic school student. And I think when it is sustained by a gospel witness and you have teachers that through their deed and through their words are able to live and proclaim the gospel, it has this powerful impact on helping students see that, hey, it's not just enough to always preach the gospel with my actions. Words are often necessary. I need to learn to be a defender of my faith. Um, I think that we can use campus ministers to start um, forming relationships, not just with students, but also with faculty, so they have an opportunity to catechize those faculty, so then they can carry forth, living in both in word and deed in the classroom, the faith and making it alive and vibrant. So that's just one way I think we could continue to make a cloud of witnesses in the Catholic school. 
We're talking with Dr. Amy Roberts and Dr. Rebecca Rooks, two professors from Franciscan University of Steubenville. And Amy teaches catechetics and related evangelism courses, and Dr. Rook teaches education courses at Franciscan. And Amy, let me go back to you. I think in the last year or two years with the whole situation in COVID, I think a lot of parents uh, are having their eyes opened as to the many problems with um, public school education and getting more involved. I even saw, I read a story this morning and shared it with my listeners about an effort in the state of Iowa to get more cameras in the classroom so people can, parents can be involved in what their kids are learning at the schools. And I thought, isn't this interesting? Because this is what the Catholic Church has taught forever, that parents are the primary educators. Just do your thoughts on that in terms of what we're seeing in our world with education. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, as you said, that that is the position of the church, that, that the school actually assists the parents in educating their children. And so the parents are seen as the ones who are the most invested in, in their child's well-being. And, uh, you know, not every parent can can teach all the subjects, and, and so they need some outside help. And the Catholic school recognizes that they're that outside help uh, giving assistance to the parents. Um, rather than, you know, vice versa. And so I do think that a lot of parents, I have heard a lot of similar stories to the one you mentioned about uh, a lot of parents really wanting to, uh, realizing that they uh, want more say uh, and, and want to be more invested in their children's education than they have been able to be in. And so they've taken a fresh look at Catholic schools. It's been a really, um, I think, a really uh, beautiful moment in Catholic schools. There have been some some concerns, and Amy, um, I'll go back to you in terms of some of the statistics that I mentioned with a number of Catholics, a large percentage of Catholics, unfortunately, recent studies show that don't understand uh, the Eucharist being the source and summit of our faith and what that means in terms of body, blood, soul, divinity, or different issues, for example, abortion and uh, so-called same-sex marriage, uh, these other things that, that come up in the culture and that people want the Catholic Church to put its you know rubber stamp on, and that doesn't happen. And sometimes these agendas oftentimes are, I should say, because I hear from a lot of people are, are have made their way into quote unquote Catholic education. Are more people speaking out respectfully, pushing back against this? Do you think, Amy? Yeah, I I do think there are, and I do think that there are. I, I think there are a number of parents who want their children to, uh, you know, be taught the truth. I think there are a number of parents who are not as aware of the church's teaching and why the church teaches it, and then they uh, get their kids in Catholic schools, and they're maybe a little bit surprised about what they learn. But there is a really wonderful opportunity for the children to evangelize their parents by bringing home. Uh, what they what they learn at school to the parents. Um, I used to teach high school for a number of years myself before I uh, started teaching at Franciscan University, and I would have conversations with with parents who were, um, you know, they were they were Catholic, they were cradle Catholic, but they uh, had not often heard some of the things that they learned through their children in religion class and. And parents would come up to me at parent-teacher night and say, you know, I had no idea. We've had such wonderful conversations at the dinner table and things like that. So um, if the Catholic school can become a vehicle for uh, reaching the whole family um, for the, the, uh, the teaching of the church. Yeah, and Rebecca, as Amy said, it's often, and we hear this a lot too, because we have, for example, here in Michigan, uh, very active schools with the Sisters of Mary, Mother of the Eucharist, the amazing mm-hmm. Dominicans, and the way they teach is just so phenomenal. 
and so many parents who send their kids to Spiritu Sancto schools will come back and tell me I'm learning because I'm putting mm-hmm. my kids in these schools and these kids are teaching them or recatechizing their parents, as Amy said. Are you seeing this as well? Oh, yes, absolutely. You know, um, as a teacher, Isaiah 54 has always resonated with me because the Lord has given me the tongue of a teacher that I might encourage the weary with a word. Mm. And I think back to my own Catholic school teachers. My calculus teacher encouraged me when I was weary with differential equations. And my English teacher, who encouraged me when I was weary with Shakespeare. We have an enormous opportunity for teachers to help bring faith, culture, and life into harmony in the classroom. And I agree with you. I see the Dominican sisters doing a beautiful job at this, and we can learn a lot. I did a project when I was in high school where this happened, where I was encouraged by my teachers to investigate Roe v. Wade. That would not happen in a public school. But wow. I, was to investigate. I know. Can you believe it? And these were lay teachers, but they were teachers that were well-formed in the faith. Our administrators did a good job of doing ongoing evangelization with the teachers and formation in the faith. But from that, I learned to articulately defend an unborn child's right to life from a philosophical, moral, and scientific standpoint. And I learned a lot about the judicial system, faith, culture, life. It all came into harmony as I studied. And I became a better, more articulate defender of the faith. Jesus really spoke to me through that project. That's what set Catholic schools apart, Jesus, and the fact that we can bring that harmony of faith, culture, and life together in the classroom. I think this is crucial to Catholic schools' mission of saint-making. And Mm -hmm. praise God for the Dominican sisters and lay people who feel that calling and vocation to help form future saints. So, Rebecca, how old were you when you looked into Roe v. Wade? I'm just curious. What grade were you in? I was a junior in high school, mm. and I mean, they, what was beautiful is I grew up here in Steubenville near Franciscan University, but I was encouraged, too, to talk to the philosophy department at Franciscan University. So it was the first time, too, that I really realized that much of the argument um, that was against uh, allowing the unborn child the right to life was denying it personhood. So I had to dive deep then into what does it mean to be a person? I mean, so my eyes were really opened wide even to the philosophy behind everything, but I then was able to share all these things, you know, with my siblings and, and my parents who were always staunchly uh, for right to life, but it gave them a whole new understanding, too. It just made us more articulate, better defenders of our faith. We always had a reason for what we believed, and I think that that's what makes Catholic schools a step above academically, too. I mean, we're guided by faith and reason, by this deep passion for truth, so it raised the bar when it comes to critical thinking and a true search for wisdom, who is God himself. I was just going to say critical thinking. That's that's so crucial. There's so much. There's <laughs> not much of that around anymore, especially in the secular culture. We're talking with Dr. Amy Roberts and Rebecca Rooks from Franciscan University at Steubenville regarding Catholic uh, Schools Week, which wraps up tomorrow. And Amy, I'll tell you, there's something going on here with with the uh, Catholic school systems doing a better job because every year I've covered the March for Life for EWTN, and I talk to a lot of young people in grade school and high school. And I get so frustrated, and I, I say this repeatedly, but it's so true when I hear the critics of the young people that go to the March for Life say, oh, they're just going for a day off, as if it's a walk in the park to stand out in the freezing cold for eight, nine hours and ride in a bus <laughs> for 20 hours wherever you're going, right? That's just ridiculous anyway. Right. But I pull these young people aside time after time after time. And in all the years I have done these interviews, 
I have never found a young person that's there that doesn't know a good amount about the topic. And I look at them and I say, my goodness, I was not even there when I was your age. I interviewed uh, a girl who was 14, a girl who was 17, a girl who was 19, a young man who was, I think, maybe 15 years old. All of them could articulate at a level far beyond most, I think, young people out there in the culture regarding the critical thinking on the life issues. They weren't just repeating slogans. They were really talking about, this is why I'm here. This is what I've learned. So I think in a positive way, even though we still have a lot of issues, Amy, I think we're, we're, we're moving along in the right direction. Would you agree? I would absolutely agree. And uh, to take your example at the March for Life, specifically, um, when I taught high school, we did take uh, hundreds of students to the March for Life, and it was a 12-hour bus trip for us, and overnight on the gym floor, and uh, a day in the cold, and and that sort of thing. And um, I do remember a handful of kids that that would come because it was a day off of school. And um, one year I was, I had a little small group that I was overseeing specifically, um, about seven little freshman girls, and they were a little bit more. Uh, they're not for the best reasons, um, but we were going through the march, and they they came around the corner and they saw. Um, they actually saw a picture of an aborted baby and they just stopped and they said, Miss Roberts, what is that? And I told them and they said, that's why, you know, they, 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 it hit them what this was really about. And so it became a real wake up moment for them. They could not stop talking about that on the way home and came home and told their friends about what they had seen and experienced and, and, uh, and what a tragedy abortion is. And so it became, a real moment, uh, you know, another moment of reaching uh, students who weren't all the way there um, and, and to help them to, to get there and to see what the truth is. Amen. Ladies, thanks so much. Unfortunately, we're out of time. I appreciate your perspective on Catholic education. Uh, wrapping up Catholic Schools Week tomorrow, February 5th. The theme this year was Catholic Schools, Faith, Excellence, and Service. Amy Roberts and Rebecca Brooks from Franciscan University at Steubenville. It is a Friday morning. You're listening to EWTN, and we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Nestled under the warm Florida sun is a university whose name indicates a vocational call. Ave Maria, Latin for Hail Mary, recalls the angel Gabriel's announcement to Mary of her future vocation, becoming the mother of God. Enriched by God's grace, Mary freely ascends to this call. This is the model for all students. Come to Ave Maria University, where you'll be empowered to clearly see your vocational call, whatever that call might be. Ave Maria University, your vocation location. Visit AveMaria.edu. When the need for senior care arises, home is where the heart is. Visiting Angels provides home care for mom or dad up to 24 hours per day, including personal care, meals, and light housework. You may select your professional caregiver with Visiting Angels. More information at visitingangels.com or at 877-374-LIVE. That's 877-374-LIVE. Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. You wish you could have discussions about difficult topics with your adult children? If so, don't worry, you're not alone. Hi, I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. And I'm Lisa Popchak. And our new book, Having Meaningful, Sometimes Difficult Conversations with Your Adult Sons and Daughters, can help you draw closer to your adult children and help guide them on the path to more faithful, 
and meaningful lives. You can get our latest book and all of our other books on the store page at AveMariaRadio.net. That's AveMariaRadio.net. Do you own popular index mutual funds or ETFs? If so, you're automatically owned shares of companies that conflict with your moral beliefs. Ave Maria Mutual Funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors can invest in the no-load Ave Maria Mutual Funds. The experienced professional portfolio managers make decisions based on investment fundamentals and pro-life values. You can learn more about Ave Maria Mutual Funds today at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. Friday is going well. Stay warm and keep yourself uh, very safe because in parts of the country, including the Northeast, the storm is going to continue, but we'll have all the information for you here. Don't forget to tune in to all of our great programs, including the latest of the news from EWTN News Nightly. Still working on a number of issues for the show next Monday. We are going to be covering next week, though I can tell you this much, taking a look at uh, National Marriage Week. And don't forget that you can find great resources on all of our websites. Plus, the USCCB has a lot of resources for marriage. And hopefully we'll be touching base with our friends, Julie and Greg Alexander, who have a program, as well as some other folks working on marriage issues. So again, National Marriage Week starts Sunday. You can check out all the details at the Bishop's website at usccb.org. Stay warm and have a great weekend. God bless. We'll talk to you on a Monday. Ciao, ciao. You've been listening to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. Catholic Connection is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Andrew Kruchek. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net. That's A-V-E-MariaRadio.net. Thanks for listening and join us next time for another edition of Catholic Connection. charity. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. All men are invited to the Men's Retreat Weekend at Our Lady of Angels Parish in Allen from Saturday, February 19th to Sunday, February 20th. Welcome is a two-day, one-overnight renewal weekend at Our Lady of Angels. It promises to be a re-energizing weekend of stewardship and new connections that will have the power to transform your life to become a better version of ourselves. For more information and to register, visit OurLadyOfAngels.com. Hi, I'm Eric Cobb with Ingress Labs. My family and I are parishioners at St. Philip the Apostle Catholic Church in Louisville. I'm active in the Guardian Ministry, and we are proud new sponsors of KATH 910AM. Ingress Labs helps businesses develop and maintain their IT systems. We also identify cybersecurity threats to your business. I'm at 469-912-0397, or you can email help at ingresslabs.com. That's help at I-N-G-R-E-S-S-Labs.com. Ingress Labs, the company with the unusual name. Blessed be God, blessed be His holy name, blessed be Jesus Christ, true God and true man.
Blessed be the name of Jesus. Blessed be his most sacred heart. Blessed be his most precious blood. Blessed be Jesus in the most holy sacrament of the altar. Blessed be the Holy Spirit of Paraclete. Blessed be the Great Mother of God, Mary Most Holy. Blessed be her holy and immaculate conception. Blessed be her glorious assumption. Blessed be the name of Mary, Virgin and Mother. Blessed be Saint Joseph, her most chaste spouse. Blessed be God in his angels and in his saints. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. Catholic radio for your soul on the Guadalupe Radio Network in North Texas. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone. 